0: hello
1: and so welcome, welcome back to expanding weechies
0: welcome welcome it's been, it's been house. so long yeah
1: i was asleep for most of the time i haven't seen you
0: right me too <laughs>
1: <laughs> the last time i saw sarah she was in my bathroom being sick it was a great time <laughs> the last time Sarah saw me I didn't have internet <laughs> so I right. haven't been able to do anything with the last episode yet but don't worry chickens it'll be up soon I guess
0: yeah chicken littles
1: yeah I feel better though for all those Good. who
0: care <laughs> for all those listeners that don't live in our households <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't even think Daniel listened, so it's fine.
0: No. <laughs> I like him a little less now. No, you don't. I don't. He made some really good food.
1: Yep. Even if he threw it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay though. Yeah. It's still
0: delicious. Yeah. It's not his part, I threw up.
1: No. It's your children's oh, stupid stomach bugs have you seen that episode a new girl where um jess starts working at a new school and every time she starts working at a new school she brings home some sickness that nick gets immediately no so nick like as soon as jess walks in the door Nick starts sneezing, basically. Oh no! And so then they quarantine Nick because Schmidt's got this huge promotion, and then Nick also gets CC sick, and then they get Winston sick, and then Schmidt's like, you know, he starts doing his presentation, and he gets it like starts sneezing on everything, and it's just it's a funny episode.
0: Oh my gosh! I think I've seen like screenshots from that episode, but I've never like seen the. So thing.
1: They're like watching like Princess Puppet Pals or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, like a... all it took was a high fever to be able to understand the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate.
0: Yeah. I was, me and my 102 fever were, I was watching the Thundermans because I fell asleep and Aunt Carly was on. Then I woke up and the Thundermans was on. And I was like, they're superheroes with a human that has a collar on it and it acts like a dog. What is happening?
1: (laughs) You know what the better cheesy superhero thing is? What? Sky high.
0: Yes, but I couldn't reach the remote.
1: Mm. Which is
0: why I had gotten left on. That's
1: a tragedy.
0: It was. Anyway. Alright, so
1: today we're talking about finale. Finale. The third part of the series. Uh, you wanna explain it.
0: So this is like a two month time jump from the last book. and it is basically Tella and Dante and Jax and Scarlett and Julian kind of dealing with the aftermath of everything that happened in the last caravel. Um. With the, like, with everything that happened with, like, the Empress and the whole Empire and, like,
1: Caravelle. Okay, spoilers. Go read the last book. Basically, the fates get released into the world.
0: Yeah, I was trying to do that without spoiling anything.
1: We're not going to be able to do that because this book is all about the fates, basically.
0: Yeah, the fates get released. Empress Elentine dies. Yep. So there's a new heir to the throne.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're dealing with that, dealing with the fates, dealing with Jax being Jax. Yep. So.
1: And they're trying to figure out how to get rid of the fates, basically. Yes.
0: They found their mom. Yep. So she's in like a weird coma type thing.
1: Yep, for the first little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So, this book is a hot mess at the beginning. It's very confusing.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on.
0: Um. Anyhow. Does your favorite person stay the same?
1: No, my favorite person is... Um, she's basically a girl in a box. I think technically... She ends up being a fate, right?
0: I think she... I want to say she is a fate.
1: I just don't remember which one she is. I think she's
0: like one of the lesser.
1: Yeah, she's definitely a lesser one.
0: Um, isn't she the lady prisoner? I think so.
1: So, basically, um, Scarlet gets taken onto the main like the head fates um, boat thing. The fallen star as the main head fate. He's like the He's the fate original one. Yeah, created all the other fates. Right. Um and so Scarlet gets taken onto his boat, I guess. Is it a boat?
0: I thought he was in the menagerie.
1: What's that? Thought he was on a boat.
0: It's like a little island.
1: It's the menagerie
0: runes is where he holds her and that's like one of the many little island things on Elentine's um thingamajigger.
1: Yeah. So um
0: We're really good at maps.
1: Yeah. So anyway, he has this lady prisoner on in her box i guess but she's my favorite character um because she just is constantly like encouraging scarlet to do some sketchy stuff she's like just make it back in time and you won't know you know she's like be careful but do the thing girl do it
0: if you get caught i can't she can't. She can't lie. That's part right. Of her thing. So she's like, if you get caught, I can't lie for you. You just don't get caught. Right. Or we're both gonna die.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, she's pretty cool. Yeah, I like her. She. This wiki page says that she can see the future, but um. Oh yeah, I long, think
0: that's mentioned in the book.
1: Yeah, The wiki um, page. <laughs> I had to look up her name. <laughs> I didn't get that far this time. Is it the witchy
0: fandom page? (laughs) Yeah. Those are very reliable sometimes.
1: They're very helpful. Um, Anyway, she is... I think she just kind of like consistently pushes Scarlet to do things that Scarlet wouldn't typically have the bravery to do. Um, But at the same time, it's like warning her. her, Like, yeah. And I think the whole time you're like, I'm pretty sure this girl has a secret agenda. She do. Yep, she do. So anyway. (sighs) She's my favorite character. My favorite new character. I still love um, Tela and her boo. Aiko, yeah. She came back, didn't she? She did. Or was that in the last book?
0: She didn't come back, very importantly.
1: Um, oh yes, she took them back in time. Yep, yep, yep. Okay.
0: Anko, Anko, Um,
1: Who's your favorite character? Me? Yeah, you. Um, <laughs> who else would you be talking? to? I don't know.
0: Oh man, um, I don't. I don't know. I really Julian makes a comeback in this, and. I really like him. He. And I just. uh, Him and Jax. Both. I just loved them. Jax (laughs) makes a lot of really sketchy choices.
1: All the time. Just constant sketchy
0: choices. But that just. It makes me laugh. And like. uh, His is one of my favorite parts in this book. But so is Julian's. So. But I just really love Julian.
1: I just ah, mm. oh, just love I it. do feel like he kind of redeemed himself in this book, like in the last book, he was not really there, but in this one yes. in the in this like one at the was... beginning, he kind of sucked, and then towards the end, you're like, yes, redeem yourself, yeah. boy,
0: because like everything he does in this book, even if it goes against legend or the fates, he's gonna keep scarlet. That's his priority. But he also knows that Scarlet's priority is Tella. And so throughout the book, you see him like subtly keeping Tella safe as well. Yeah. Without like jeopardizing what she's trying to do.
1: Right. Like subtly keeping Tella safe, but also like warning her against her boo, you know? Yeah.
0: Like w- keeping her heart safe. Yeah. Or trying to.
1: Yeah, attempting to help her guard her heart, if free is in Bible terms.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But do you have a favorite part in this book?
1: Yes. My favorite part was, so Tella goes through some stuff that causes a lot of grief. And in that, (laughs) she goes to (laughs) Jax to request he take it away because she doesn't want to feel it. And he can take away, he can change the way people are feeling. Um, she goes to him and he takes away her grief for the night and they like sleep beside each other. And Tella had like they did like a blood exchange for this to occur or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then later Tella finds out that that meant they're married.
0: Cause he had her say some like words. Cause that's also one of my favorite parts.
1: Yeah. No. He, like, made her, like, they, she did the vows, but not the language she knows.
0: Yes. And it was, like, she thought it was the thing to, like, take away her grief. Mm-hmm. And then after that is when, like, after the magical vows were said, is when she, like, wanted to curl up and sleep beside of him. Mm-hmm. And she was very confused, like, because you see it from her point of view where she's like, I don't know why I want to do this. Like,
1: I know she, who he is, and I yes. don't want this.
0: But, like, she couldn't make herself leave.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and it's because they be married, girl. Um, they be, they do be connected. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Jack's kind of forced her into marriage. And my favorite part is when she finds out that he forced her into marriage. Like, someone, via someone else, she finds out that they're married. And she is fear us
0: as she should be
1: right um and so she like goes storming to where he hangs out at and is like you dirtbag (laughs) fix this right now like have an absolute come to jesus meeting with him
0: yes it is
1: and then you get to see jack's like you don't think he has any feelings but you feel his heartbreak
0: yes and that's i have that as one of my favorite parts Mm -hmm. um Oh, my gosh. When she was, like, because he told her how to, like, kind of sever their connection thing. Mm -hmm. And he said, or she said, if I do this, if I sever our connection, will will I still be your true love? Because it's the only part that it's brought up again in this book. And Mm. he said, I don't know if you're my true love, Donatella. All I know is I want you to be. (laughs) And I was like, oh, oh, no. And that was like, um uh, and then he was like, and I'm selfish and I want you, but I would never harm you until it was like you already have. Mm-hmm. And like that I feel like that's when you can just like feel like even with Tella, like her heart kind of broke at that point because they do yeah. have a connection. And then like You just feel all of him, like, shatter. And I do think that, like, he was very consumed by her, and that's why he did it. Yes. But it just makes me sad for him. Like, that was one part, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) The poor boy. (laughs) I mean, you did her dirty first, but that hurt my heart.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm excited to read the Once Upon a Broken Heart. Yes. Because I really like Jax. Yes. It's the whole book with Jax. Yes,
0: I think my all-time favorite part in this book is like right when Julian
1: starts <laughs>
0: to redeem himself at the beginning, right when he comes back, and Scarlett is so mad at him. Yeah, and they go to meet the Count that she was originally in, like intended to marry, and. Um, Nicholas and he meets him because Julian goes to, like chaperone because he's a jealous boy and Nicholas was like I wasn't aware Scarlett had a brother and he was like I'm not her brother I'm an actor she played with during Caravel," <laughs> and um, she was like and he said I'm not surprised she never mentions me at the start of the game I don't think she liked me much but then we were given the same bedroom and Scarlet's just like enough stop <laughs> And, the oh my gosh, and he just, like, was being so petty and jealous, and, um, it. but then, like, Scarlet goes on to do, like, the one ballsy thing that I admire her for, which is making them, like, kind of compete to see who could, like, I don't know, see which one is better for her, which I don't think she ever fully intended to go along with that plan because we all know she loves Julian Mm -hmm. but um, she was like my mind is made up and Julian says when did you make up your mind so fast and she said since five weeks ago which is when he left Mm. (laughs) and he's just they're being so petty towards each other and it is very funny to me yeah them just them
1: I just love them they're cute they are cute and I appreciate seeing a little bit more uh, personality between two of them. <laughs>
0: right. Because I feel like Julian's always had personality. You just, you only saw, like, how Scarlet thought of him. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't very fond of him in the first book.
1: <laughs> right. She was trying to not be, at least.
0: Yes. And so I think we saw more of that than, like, his real adorable personality. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of
1: interesting characters in this book and then a lot that you want to hate. Yeah. I also, this is kind of a different favorite part of mine, but all of the dreams that Legend shows up in Yes, Tella, like, what? what is your wish for winning car- Carval or whatever? He's asking her. Um, She never tells him. What's the favor I owe you? Yeah. And he just keeps showing up and every time Tella's like, I'm going to take advantage of this because you good looking, but we aren't, I'm not listening. I'm not answering your question. Right. This is a good time and all, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm not fun. I'm going <laughs> to use you. <laughs>
0: right. In my dreams.
1: Yeah. Because um,
0: so so you use me in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was just kind of fun.
0: Yes, and all those dreams looked like fun, where he takes her in, like, hot air balloons and, like. Right. But then that one, then it was scary, and then she was very scared. Yeah. And uh, it turned into a nightmare.
1: Mm-hmm. And they go, and they see the witch. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Um, my favorite quote is from Legend, and it says, he's, or uh, from like, Tella's perspective, and it says he smelled of magic and heartbreak and something about the combination made her think that despite what he claimed, he wanted to be her hero. He did want to. He did. He just wasn't brave enough. He needed a little oomph.
0: Mine is um, from Tella talking to Legend She says, most of my life I've romanticized death. I used to love the idea of something being so tremendous that it was worth dying for. But I was wrong. I think the most magnificent things are worth living for. Yeah. They're... (laughs) What makes me so mad at this book. (laughs) I don't know. This book gave me very mixed feelings. How so? I just, I feel like They could have done a lot more with like both of the girls' characters,
1: Mm -hmm. because like
0: at the it was very
1: it was a lot more like typically towards the end of series you get like equal amounts plot and character,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and this I felt was very plot heavy.
0: Yes, like it dumped a lot of stuff on you. To where, like, I feel like it took away from the characters. Yeah, like it you don't... felt
1: like there was always so much movement within the plot.
0: Yeah, like
1: let's go to the count's house. Let's come back from the count's house. Let's go to the menagerie. Let's go to the, all these places. Legend is calling his home, but that changes yes. constantly. Every <laughs> yeah,
0: and it, yes, and it's like you're moving all over the place,
1: and in between so many points of view
0: yes and it's like it you're so focused on trying to like keep up with the plot that you're not focused on like what's happening with the characters
1: and with all the fates that are introduced it feels like there are so many new characters that just are like so surface level i guess yes but also
0: the poisoner as a fate him at the end was my like i loved him Mm. (laughs) him having the tiny crush on scarlet and like Was the cutest thing. He keeps sending her presents, and she's like, "I don't know why." Like, what? What did she say? It was so funny. Um, Oh my goodness! Um, when she was like, Julian is already, Julian already thinks Poison has a crush on me. Um, it's. Who oh, was it? us uh, said, "Poison does have a crush on you." Um, I just think it's so because, like, he's supposed to be this big bad fate that can like turn people to stone, and here he is having a little crush on tiny little Scarlet. That is not really like a nobody, but like, I mean, clearly she's somebody in this book. But like, like. <laughs> He never would have met if it wasn't for Carmel. Mm-hmm. So it just, it makes me laugh. Like, some of the fates, I think, are, like, amusing. Some of them are just downright terrifying. Like the undead queen. Right. With her creepy eye patch. Mm-hmm. So. And the the fallen star. Every time I picture him, it's, like, big motorcycle guy with, like, long red hair that's, like, slightly on fire. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, do you know all the Spongebob memes with the really big muscly fish that throw Spongebob? No. Okay, I'll find it and send it to you because that's how I picture him in my head. Okay. Okay. I don't know, I think it's really hard to, like, picture the fates other than Jax, because, like, they're described, but not well. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, described as, like, myth- mystic, like, mythical, whatever. hmm So, I don't know, I feel like they didn't, they didn't add or, like, build on to any of the characters here. It was more, like, info-dumping for the plot.
1: Yeah, I agree. So yeah and honestly i could have this is i enjoy reading sarah j mass because there's always that like hit of heartbreak yes like they make me feel something yes and i really enjoyed these books but they didn't like there was no heartbreak there's, there's no crying at these books. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's because it's like more young adult. But even like I cry very easily. <laughs> so easily. Like I cried during the selection. Yeah. So I feel like I could have used a little bit more out of a final book in a series. Right. Like a little bit In more terms deep. of like. Not even like angst, but like
0: they would have like
1: I could have really used like a little bit more like instead of so many plot twists and plot points, I could have used with like some character development that made me feel something, you know?
0: Yeah. Or like a murder. A murder. Like like someone died.
1: There was a murder. There were
0: multiple Anyone that mattered.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess there weren't like murders of people like characters that had development, you know? Or
0: characters that couldn't come back. (laughs) Right. So
1: I mean aside from the mom. But there was no development there.
0: She was in like a page and a half. I would have been fine with them never have founding her founding finding never have
1: or like finding yeah i don't i mean
0: is it founding her or finding her never finding have...
1: her for sure
0: never have finding her
1: never have found her
0: i don't know grammar's hard yeah
1: anyway anyway um yeah i really could have used more. a little bit more yeah not like a longer book. Because I think the book was long enough. <laughs> I just think like. It could have. I think that's one of the reasons. Also why I go back to Sarah J. Mass and Cassandra Clare. And um, like those books. With that heartbreak in them. Is because like. I know those characters. And I know I'm going to feel with them. And for them. Yes. And I think that's why I had such a hard time. With this was because. While I enjoyed reading it the first time, once you know the plot twist, it's, it's like
0: very hard to get attached to these characters.
1: Yeah, like, and I was attached to to them. I was. It's just not in the way that I'm attached to Jim. Right. Yes. Like if Julian was to become a silent brother, <laughs> I wouldn't be sobbing at two a.m. Every single time I read it. Right. That's why
0: I'm kind of excited for us to do Jax's book. Because neither of us have read it. And I don't know anything about it.
1: I don't either. I only know that it's about Jax.
0: Yeah. And so I feel. But. I feel like with the title like that. It's probably not going to have the best ending.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think it's going to be two. Well of
1: what's them. the second
0: one called? I have no idea. I'll have to look at that later. Um. But I'm excited for that, because, like, we know Jax, but we don't know any of the other characters. Yeah. So, it's kind of a chance for us to get attached in.
1: Oh, the second (laughs) one is The Ballad of Never After. Oh. (laughs) And that one is going to be released in September.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: So... We'll have to wait a little bit for that one. But I need to figure out how I'm going to read the first one. because
0: I'm going to go look and see if Barnes & Noble has it.
1: I have no space on my bookshelves.
0: Me either. <laughs> well, I what if I didn't have 20 million candles also on my
1: bookshelves? Yeah, I think you're going for aesthetics instead of like... Oh, I gave, off. I gave up possible. on
0: aesthetics. I gave up. There's nothing
1: left. 'Cause I did mine based on what am I gonna reread and what am I gonna like let other people borrow. Mine
0: is like still the top one is Sarah J. Mass and Harry Potter because that's what would fit in those. And then I have like Cassandra Clare and then the Percy Jackson series and then all the selection books.
1: Mm, Those are great.
0: Right, and then after that, it's just like I have the Six of Crows all together, like that series. And then the rest is just like, shove as many in there as
1: I can fit. This is my hot take. I don't love the verse.
0: I didn't like what was it called? Shadow and Bone, but I liked Six of Crows.
1: I read them and I enjoyed reading them. But I would never reread them.
0: Yeah I haven't reread them.
1: Um, I. I think I would have. I got bored with the Shadow and Bone series.
0: Yeah. And then
1: I really think I enjoyed Six of Crows. But it's not something. Like again. The characters I feel like. Are a little too shallow. I don't know they're just it's just not my favorite style of
0: and there's like six different perspectives that you're reading from so
1: yeah and most of the time that's okay like if I'm going to read that like if I were reading that in for for example throne of glass when there are a million different perspectives and like the later books Mm -hmm. those were fine I enjoyed those because I feel like Every perspective had, like, somewhat the same voice, you know? Yeah. And it was very, like, there was action, but there was so much character happening. And, again, in Six of Crows, and the second book that I don't remember the name of.
0: Crooked Kingdom.
1: Yeah, I just didn't feel like character was there like with Kaz and Inej sure but with the rest of them they all felt like um you know and how in Disney movies now they're like slightly more than 2D Mm -hmm. that's how I felt all those characters were like Kaz and Inej were like full 3D uh huh and the other ones were, like, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. Kind of like Coraline. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, that's just my hot take. <laughs> Not my favorite.
0: Oh, my goodness. No offense, Lee Bardugo.
1: You guys are is great. I did read them the first time and enjoy them. But I will not reread them. So are we reading
0: Once Upon a Broken Heart next? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a new book will get you out of your slump.
1: Yeah, I hope so. It's been a few weeks since I've read anything new.
0: Every time I'm in a slump, I reread Mist
1: and Fury. I don't know Mm. why. (laughs) I think... I think every time I'm in a slump, I reread the Clockwork series, but we just read that. Right. So, anyway. I don't know what I'm going to read. I don't know. I'll see. I think the Once Upon a Broken Heart will help. And then, I really want to read the Inheritance Games. Yes, me too.
0: Like, so badly... Do we want to do that next, or...
1: No, because I think I'm still on hold for the library version. Okay. Need to check. I also need to check if they have this book. Okay.
0: Yeah, I gotta see if Barnes & Noble has it.
1: And if not, I might just do, like, a Kindle version.
0: <sighs> or
1: Amazon. Amazon has it for $9.99. Oh! For a hardcover. Oh!
0: Ooh, get my hair done Saturday.
1: Oh, oh yes. Okay, so next time, Once Upon a Broken Heart. Yes, I'm excited.
0: Wait. Oh, <laughs> did you hear that?
1: No. Come here. Did Ollie you hear Percy me- screaming, Mom, at the door?
0: Ollie, heard your voice and you mewed at you.
1: Hi, Ollie Schmally.
0: All of those.
1: Percy was at the door, Sam.
0: He does not want to mute us anymore.
1: Okay, bye Ollie.
0: He jumped over the gate. He gone. <sighs> I'm okay. also gone to bed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. 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 Listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you do that? <laughs> okay, adios. <laughs> Adios. Bye. Bye.